Hello, friends. Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? Fantastic. Happy August. Happy anal August to everyone. Can't wait to get into this today's topic. Me too. <laughs> so, as Lulu just said, happy anal August. Every episode this month is going to be dedicated to talking about topics related to anal pleasure. And we are super, super excited to do this for you. We're going to talk about butt stuff from toys to positions to lube, consent, all of the things to make sure you're having the best time possible. So today's episode is all about rim jobs. There are many ways to toss a salad and we are here to help you do it with fun, pleasure, and safety in mind. I'm just trying to find all the different ways to say rim job in this episode. Um, (laughs) And as always, just as a disclaimer, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers and are not giving health, mental health, or legal advice. If you have any health, mental health, or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. And we are always going to provide you with the the resources in our show notes so you can read them thoroughly for more information. We're just providing overviews. Definitely check out the resources that we're sharing. Absolutely. All right. So what is rimming? (laughs) Rim (laughs) Rim jobs, also known as analingus or eating ass, are when the anus, which is also known as the butthole, is stimulated by the lips and tongue of a partner. You can lick, kiss, or suck around the anal rim or stimulate internally with your tongue. Something that is something that some people enjoy but are too intimidated to talk about or admit that they do. That's, That's one true. of those yes. people who never, almost never admit that they engage in receiving or giving. It's just yes. like no, they get into this whole shock thing, like someone just caught them robbing a bank or something. <laughs> it wasn't me. No. I know. Yeah, it's it's still considered very taboo. Although a lot of different like mainstream media shows are starting to very clearly indicate that uh, rimming is happening. So uh, I remember when a couple of years ago, this is a little bit of a dated reference, but girls the show girls featured mm. one of the characters getting eaten out at uh in the kitchen or something and everyone was shocked shocked that they showed that on tv and it's like i think everyone is doing this they're just not <laughs> talking about it much okay. so we're here to to break down that taboo a little bit okay so why do rim jobs feel good and this information comes from an article by the O school, and we've linked to that in the show notes. The anus has a bunch of pleasure-focused nerve endings, and the opening of the anus is highly sensitive, so stimulation in that area can feel really wonderful. Um, do you have any more to add to that, Lulu? You know, that's the beginning to the male's spot, so, I mean, it's hey, true. why not, right? Um, mm-hmm. Those nerve endings are definitely very intense in that area for either person. 
you know, when you talk about that area, it's all about trust. Mm-hmm. And it's all about being comfortable with yourself and being comfortable with your partner because a lot of the times people go ahead and they engage and then them and the partner don't work out. And that's the first thing that they bash the person about. Well, that's why you ate my ass. What, what Didn't they do other stuff? Like, why is that the thing? And so you allowed it. And so do we both not look away? Let's try to figure out, like, why is that the jab that he would do when they have a disagreement with someone? Well, you ate my ass the other day. Well, you kissed me after. So, like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> I just think right. about that. I'm like, why are you are you making someone feel ashamed because they thought every part of you was enough that they wanted to face every single part? Like, I, yeah, yeah. Weird. I think I think that's a really excellent point. That you know, it is used as a pot shot or a jab, or that if you've performed that on someone, somehow that makes you dirty or less than, but. No, it's it's an, a highly intimate act as a blowjob or cunnilingus or any sex act. Any intimate act is intimate, right? So um, it's that exchange of energy. It's that love and care and respect that you're exchanging with that person. Even if it's, uh, you know, a one night stand partner, like you're still, it's still an intimate moment between you two. So yeah, to turn around and like hurl that back as an insult. Well, you did this to me. And that makes you bad somehow. It doesn't make any sense, right? Right. You asked for it. I, I helped you. I helped fulfill, you know, one of your sexual desires. And now that makes me a bad person. That, yeah, not okay. So we'll come. We'll circle back to that in just a little bit. Okay. So how to prepare for giving or receiving a rim job? First, as we've been saying, discuss with your partner. Before you try anything, people are very sensitive about this and cautious about anal stimulation in general, right? It's not necessarily something that everyone does or everyone has been taught that it's okay to want or desire. So there's a little bit of trepidation about anal stimulation. But like any other sex act, it's not something that you would do as a surprise. You need consent for everyone to feel comfortable. If you'd like to have a rim job, simply ask your partner. It doesn't need to be weird. It doesn't need to be this big conversation. We need to normalize discussing your sexual wants, desires, and needs with your partner. And this is a great month for it. Yes. Just have a conversation all this month. If it takes you to the end of this month for it to happen, have the conversation all this month. Hey, I was looking at this thing. I was listening to the L's, to Laura and Lulu. And I was like, hmm, I may want to try this. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Let's look at some videos people doing rimming. How do you feel about this? Let's have the conversation. Absolutely. On your own button, see how that feels. If you even like that, you know, sensation. Maybe you in your mind it sounds great, but the sensation of something wet or something thing being there may not be it yeah yeah we'll see how that works and and this whole process is all about going slow right so if it takes you a while to have this conversation if it takes you a while to even want to be touched there go at your own pace and your partner certainly needs to respect that but going back to your comment about um like watching something maybe we could do that for one of our upcoming episodes our best mm-hmm. our favorite anal videos or something mm-hmm. 
Um, because I think it's important to see Rimjob's anal play in a a bit of a a, a softer, calmer perspective than the way that some pornography portrays it. And again, we yes. support p- porn in all its forms. But again, if you don't, if you've only seen it in something that's like very aggressive and right. or very um like degrading or expert level. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you need more context for what that, what's going on in that scene. Mm. It doesn't have to necessarily always be that way. It could be gentler. It could be softer. It could be a little, maybe not quite romantic, but just, and I don't want to keep saying intimate, but But I mean, it um, could be, but yeah, it could be. Because what if, what if, you know, something that you and your partner talked about maybe for a long time and you just, wasn't ready and now this time you're finally ready you kind of just set the whole mood for it you know you brung some anal bugs and you you brung this and you know you just kind of set the mood for it to be something that now you get into that next level of romance because it's just different it's just mm-hmm. a different stage of it you get a, a wedge pillow so you can get propped up you know just do a lot you know exactly you wear some crossless underwear you know so just there's a president presented. Here you go. <laughs> exactly. And like, I, I mean, it, and if you're someone who likes the it hard and rough and, and kind of dirty, great. That's, that's great. But we also recognize that that's not for everyone. And that, you know, may make this act that already is considered to be a little bit taboo, even more taboo, yeah. maybe more intimidating than it necessarily has to be. Right. Very true. So if your partner is not interested in giving or receiving, don't harass them about Mm -hmm. it. You can see if they'd be opening to revisiting the idea later. Maybe you could watch a video that, you know, is maybe a bit more educational or a bit softer, you know, so they they can get used to this idea in a different context. But basically be respectful of your partner's boundaries, whatever they are, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, you want to respect someone's needs and desires, but if if you are truly not comfortable with doing this, you don't have to. And there are ways to compromise and and figure things out. So no one has to lose in this situation, but you do need to be talking and respecting each other. What do you think? Yeah, it's very true because again, you know, the idea may be there, and and you know maybe the person maybe they just blew around. He's like. Mm you know what, I thought I could go through it, but not right now. And so say, okay, I understand. Maybe we can talk about it later. Maybe you'll, maybe you feel comfortable, say something to me. So I'll kind of know where you're at, you know, but it takes, it takes both sides. You know, I know a lot of people for their first time, maybe first time as a couple. And they say, you know what? I don't want to put either one of us like on the show floor. So let's just do it at the same time. And they'll just 69 and do it that way. And then they both got it out the way. No one's feeling awkward because one person getting something and the other person, you know, so they're just at the same time and they're like, okay, and this is what it is. And it kind of just lets that moment be what it is. And mm-hmm. everyone is happy. They're like, okay, great. I like this. Maybe I'll be on top next time. And, you know, it's like this. And it takes, yeah. it takes, I think that takes a little bit of pressure off of it. Yeah, actually, I think that's a really great option. And, you know, there are multiple ways to engage in 69. It doesn't have to be one person on top of the other. You can do it, you know, spooning, 
yeah, yeah, spooning position. So there are ways to, you know, make that more comfortable wherever you're at. But I like that, you know, you brought up this idea of a balance between you mm-hmm. two that no one feels like they're on display. No yeah. one feels like they're completely exposed because it's all happening at the same time. I think that's that's a really interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we know that a lot of people are concerned about hygiene. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are scared about this because you might come into contact with poo. And we know that that can be scary. Yes. So while this is a legitimate concern you definitely can take some precautions to limit the potential of that happening. But the anus, they're just skin, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be scary. And yes, flu- you know, bodily functions and fluids that we weren't expecting would probably be very surprising and maybe uh, not enjoyable. But like, no, no, <laughs> it's, if you're, you know, it's it's something that's happening between you and your partner you can make yeah. light of it it doesn't have to be this this big intense spooky thing right so in an article by um masterclass which is i believe referencing material from their class that you can take with emily morose of sex with emily um okay. they suggest using the bathroom at least an hour beforehand so you're totally clear in that area and then they suggest taking a shower and cleaning the anus with warm soap, with warm water and mild soap. And you might want to consider anal douche, but be careful with that because if you overdo douching, it could disrupt your gut bacteria. So that's maybe something a bit more advanced. You want to talk to maybe some medical professionals right. about that or, or read more about that so you're doing that safely. Good for those people who have a bidet. Yes, a bidet would be is a great thing to have, and you know they make those uh, self installed bidets, so you don't have to oh, get yes, this. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you can always pick one of those up, and um, that will help keep you clean. Okay, so if you're having digestive issues, and we all know what those would be, or you're <laughs> having skin irritation in that area, um, oh, obviously, rolled, right. Or a hemorrhoid, yeah. Contact your doctor if things persist. Like, get medical attention if you think it, you need it. And then save anal play for when you are free and clear of those symptoms. Absolutely. Okay. If you're, you know, also concerned again with with hygiene and you want to make sure that your partner is totally clean down there, you can lend the you can lend a hand, and you can take a shower together. <laughs> Um, and help them clean that area so you know <laughs> that everything is a-okay, right? And while you're in there, just do the rimming in the shower and just get over. Actually, yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. You already know it's clean. There's no time for anything to you happen. Know it's like the present. Here we are. Just... Yep. There you go. That's a, I think that's actually a good way to, to test it out. I, you know, if you've never done it before. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I love that. If you have hair in that area, you mm-hmm. might want to consider trimming it or waxing it just for ease of access and right. for maybe like a little bit of a heightened sensation, but that's entirely up to you. Mm-hmm. If you do trim that area, please be careful. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> careful. Um, you actually, I mean, you might want to get this professionally done yeah. by a waxer so that you know 
they can, they can see things a bit more clearly mm-hmm. than you okay. trying to contort. But uh, <laughs> yeah. get get maybe get professional help with that. Um, pay attention to any rashes or abrasions or small cuts, which could make you prone to infection. So again, if anything like that occurs, seek out medical care if you think you need it, yeah. and then wait to again wait to engage in anal play until you're fully recovered and healed because we'll talk about uh, room job safety in, in just a little bit but bacteria you know can be a problem and you don't want any type of infection or weird yucky stuff happening <laughs> in that area because it's hard go. to okay so lulu has some show and tell for us you know we suggest having tools at the ready so if you are concerned about cleanliness you can add a thin barrier between your mouth and the anus and we'll talk about one of those in a second dental dams finger condoms on uh, a special kind of underwear which we'll talk about in just a moment um, Mm -hmm. can be used to reduce the risk of coming into contact with harmful bacteria and stis again you know no no thing is a hundred percent hundred percent effective but it significantly can reduce your chances of coming into contact with this stuff so it's better to use it than not use it secondly lube right we talk about lube basically every episode you can use a silicone based lube if you're you know doing insertion stuff um or a hybrid lube you can use flavored lubes if you know when you're doing the rim job to make that area into a tasty snack and we have a three-part series on lube yes, so you can do. see our list of full recommendations but lulu do you want to talk about the ones that you recommend right now so um we have from our friends at Sister Joe. This is their organic, natural love strawberry field. It's a personal lubricant. It's water-based, but it is um, gluten-free, paraben-free, and so it is um, um, USDA organic. Excellent. So that's really good for a backdoor play because it doesn't have any sugars and all that, you know, kind of so they can give you irritation. And it's mm-hmm. the most thing, and it tastes really great. Now, if you want a little flavor on it, you can use this one. Again, but we'll go into more when we get deeper into um, anal play, but we always have our silicones. This is their premium silicone from System Joe. And we also have Lube, which they're known for their silicone lube. That is their life. Um, when we talk about the barriers, love these. Um, we're going to play them, put them in the show notes. They'll be up on the website. So these are underwear for any time. You know, if you're on your period for rimming, which is talking about today, um, for sensitivity, for if you know your partner has stubble, because sometimes like it's a little irritated and you're going down and you're like, oh, I wish that there would kind of go back. Mm-hmm. Um, for kink play is like a, a barrier. Um, you can use these amazing underwear in here. And so, um, well, these would be up reviewing. So we have a bikini and a booth kind of setting. And again, they're disposable, really nice, really soft. Um, easy to use and so you can kind of use that for rimming and kind of see how you know it feels for you and kind of think from there when you're ready and comfortable to move to the next step yeah so my laurels they're amazing um i believe they just got fda approval for sti prevention right yes 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 yeah. congratulations to her yes yes so congratulations to melanie crystal like just yes. we we've both met Melanie, we think her company is great. I think it's um, such a unique 
idea and it makes people more comfortable with all forms of oral play. So um, shout out to them. They're it's yes, uh, really love what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So like Lulu said, we'll, we'll make sure that links to that go on the website. So you can learn more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So actually that transitions nicely into rim job safety. Mm-hmm. So, STIs are still transmissible during anal lingus, during pretty much any form of anal play. So barrier methods are one way to reduce the risk of transmitting or receiving an STI or coming into contact with harmful bacteria, right? So my laurels is an example of a barrier method. You can use a dental dam. There are finger condoms. So there are a couple of ways to create a barrier um, that, you know, is thin enough that you feel everything you need to but strong enough that you're not coming into contact with any bad stuff so i so it's not really for rimming but because in my mind i was going to mention it mm-hmm. internal condoms because you can use them for backdoor play yes not ideal obviously for putting your mouth all over because it is still condom based but just to remember when we talk about further that is an option Yeah. So if you're interested in learning more about barrier methods and other ways to stay safe with STIs, we have a whole episode on STIs that we did a couple of months ago where we went through all the different types of barrier methods that you possibly can have. So we do have some examples of um, internal condoms and stuff that can be used. So if you have active cold sores, those are a form of herpes. You know, again, that SCI episode has all the details about that. So if they're open and active, they can transmit the herpes virus to the anus because the anus has, um, you know, a mucous membrane. So make sure that you're fully healed. Maybe are taking um, antiviral medication, you know, before engaging in anal play. And if you're using a barrier method, that's another way to um, reduce the risk of transmission. Absolutely. Get tested regularly to help you reduce STI risk or, you know, if you come into contact with something, um, you can get treatment for it and not spread it to another partner. Use lube. We just talked about a couple different lubes to use. The anus is not self-lubricating. So no. <laughs> lube is key to reducing the risk of injury. Yeah, because that friction is not nice. No, 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 no. And that can cause, if you um, are not properly lubricated, it can cause microabrasion, and this is more yes. if you're doing like full insertion of mm-hmm. stuff. But, yeah, you know, so so we'll, sure. <laughs> exactly. You know, we'll talk about this in more detail um, in the next couple episodes. But just so you're aware, it it can cause microabrasions. It can come into contact with bacteria, and then that leads to a whole bunch of other issues that you just don't want to happen. So be lubricated. Lastly, the masterclass article that I talked about before also suggests not switching between rimming and other forms of oral sex or contact. Um, So you can pass bacteria from the anus to other parts of the body. It can lead to, you know, rashes and other gross things that you just don't want to happen. And then an article by O School, which I mentioned before, and this is medically reviewed by Louise Buchler. In that article, they suggest using mouthwash after rimming to kill off bacteria. So you would do that before you go on to other types of oral play or kissing, right? So you want to keep that back. Don't want to transmit that bacteria in places where it should not be. Absolutely. All right. 
So let's get into some fun stuff. Now that we covered safety, let's get into some fun stuff. So techniques for rim jobs. Lulu, do you have any techniques that you'd like to share? (laughs) It's like, you know, take your time, right? Um, Check in. The check in is really important for me because that's a different area that you may not explore all the time. That may be one of those because it's your birthday type of experiences. <laughs> um, we don't really like those, but, you know, some things are just occasionally. So, yeah. um, you know, take your time with your partner. You know what I mean? Know that you're comfortable and that they're comfortable. Make sure you got short fingernails, please. Yes. Um, yes. Make sure them fingernails are clean. Yeah, I have different shapes of fingernails, so... If I'm going to be doing anything with backdoor play, it has to be on the ones that are completely short, with no ridges, no nothing. They're going to foul, no hangnails, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Have that. We ain't, you ain't got to use all these fingers, but the one or two you're going to use, please make sure they're they're good to go. Um, yes, nice and clean. Even if you use a finger condom, because you can still get the ridges felt through there, and, and we don't want that. Right. We don't want right, micro right, right. We don't want to feel uncomfortable. We don't want to be in the mood. And I'm like, ow. Like, okay, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so, the mood can be lost real, real quick with that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you're not in the mood or if you don't really want to do what your partner wants to, the body's going to know. So please don't do anybody any favors. If today is the day you want to do that, speak to your partner and say, hey, listen, I know you're looking forward to this, but I'm not really there and I want to enjoy the experience and I'm not in that mood of giving that full effort. So I think that we should wait until we're both at that place. Yeah. I think it's fair. I think, I think that makes complete sense because you want everyone involved in that experience to enjoy it because if you enjoy it, you're also more inclined to do it again, right? Like yeah, and seek it's out things be, that feel good. You know, it's going to be, you're going to just lose yourself in it. Yeah. In a good way. But mm-hmm. if you're kind of just doing it because your partner wanted it and you're kind of just like, all right, it's not going to give that same thing. And that goes with anything, any kind of intimacy that we're doing with a partner, partner or whoever is going to go for you. If you're not fully into it, ugh. yeah, mm. yeah, it doesn't give. If you want to do it, you're in it. It's, it's your nose deep and it don't even matter what's going It's like you're there. But if not, like, okay, I did it. You finished now? Like, what? Yeah, and, and it and it goes for giving or receiving, right? Like if you are receiving, yes. you just want to be lost in those sensations. Yes. If you are giving, you just want to be lost in the intimate yes. areas of your partner. So if it feels like really uncomfortable at either end of that equation, mm-hmm. then then it's not gonna be a good time. And then mm-hmm. No one is enjoying it. And yeah. So like you were saying, Lulu, you have to check in with each other. You have to be open and communicate and be vulnerable. Vulnerability Mm -hmm. is not just allowing someone into your space. It's also setting boundaries and you have to become comfortable with doing that. Okay. So from, I have a couple of tips from the Bad Girls Bible. This is an article by Sean Jameson. And he recommends the up, down, all around. And so, yeah, this sounded this sounded good. So hold on to your hats. <laughs> you simply need to use a lot of saliva and keep your tongue loose and open. 
you simply need to lick the anus up and down using your tongue or make a circular motion and make a circular motion with it over the anus. The entire time you're doing this, your tongue is going to be outside of the body and around the anus. And remember to focus mostly on the anus, but also focus on the areas around it. And if you have a penis, if you're, if you're, sorry, if you're doing that with a penis owner, um, you could stroke the penis while you're giving a rim job. Definitely Yes, 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 yes. And if you're with a vulva owner, you can, you know, reach around and, and massage the clit and stimulate the vulva. So you can engage other body parts while you're doing the rim job and really send your partner like over the edge. So this, the follow up to the up, down and around is the poking in. After using the up, down all around technique for a few minutes, it's time to start moving on to more advanced rim job techniques. The poke in is simply asking you to make your tongue a little bit more pointed than usual and use it to try to penetrate the anus. You'll find that you will only be able to get maybe half an inch inside at most, meaning that your tongue should stay clean most of the time. Um, so it likely won't really come into contact with anything weird <laughs> on the inside but again like if, if you're cleaning up beforehand if you're taking uh, proper hygiene precautions yeah. you're using um, a barrier method you know that will significantly reduce the risk of you coming into contact with stuff you don't necessarily want Absolutely. to come into contact with so do you have any other techniques or ideas to add on top of that it's like everybody's thing is different like what if you have a short tongue what if they have a lot of Booty. Like, you know, you have to get kind of in there and kind of do so. I just feel like, have fun. Once you're having fun, it just kind of comes to you. Mm -hmm. like, maybe just there doing a nose to it. Squeezing <laughs> <laughs> people's butt while you're doing it. Just cute shit you can do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like eventually, you know, your natural inclinations will probably take over and you'll figure out what you need to do or your partner who's receiving can direct you to certain things. But if you need a little bit more inspiration, you can kiss the area. So kind of yeah. change up the sensation. You don't have to use yeah. your tongue the whole time. Right, you, can, right, right. you can try using um, like alternate warm and cool breaths, but mm -hmm. do not blow directly into the anus. <laughs> your partner, your partner is not a balloon. Okay. So, <laughs> that, was, that was not something I was expecting to say when I woke up this morning, but here we are. Um, the butt's not a balloon. No, the butt, the butt is not a balloon. I think I think it it actually like can do something bad medically, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But don't. I mean, it's not. You're not a trumpet. You're not a balloon. Just don't. Try to blow into the anus, right? Um, you're you're blowing around the area. Uh, you know, it's not it's not into. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we we found our Instagram story clip. Um, <laughs> Nailed right. it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, and then lastly, you can use your fingers to delicately trace the anal ring. I saw a couple of different articles suggesting like gently like tracing it with a fingernail but again you want to make sure that oh, you're fingernails yeah your finger yeah i'm your gonna finger, cut that perhaps 
Yeah. Fingertip. Sorry. Not fingernail. Sorry. Don't scrape with the fingernail. Fingertip. Fingertip. There are two things to take away from this episode. The butthole is not a balloon. You don't want to pull your partner. No balloon blowing. Second, um, fingertips, not fingernails. Okay. No fingernails. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, oh man, now I'm distracted. Uh, <laughs> Am I blowing into people's butt like a balloon? Right. Such a weird image. Okay. okay. I mean, maybe that that might be someone's kink. I'm not trying to not trying to yuck someone's yum, but um, that's no. a that's a no, fantasy like only it. activity. Not something you try to do in real life. No, okay. I think I like to see that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Lulu, do you have any um, final thoughts before we wrap up today? It won't hurt to try. Mm-hmm. It could be something very different for you, very next level. Yes. Communicate, communicate, communicate. And don't forget the loop. And make sure I'm thinking of a not long at all. And have Correct. fun. Have fun. Have fun. Yes. Yes. Have fun. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> That's also true. And go slow, right? Like, you don't have to go directly to putting the mouth on the anus. You can start by just kind of tracing the area. You can explore in the shower. You, you know, barrier methods are a great way to kind of ease into this. So just go slow. Have a good time. And practice makes perfect, like Lulu was saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. And, you know, this whole month we are talking about anal pleasure. So if you have questions specifically about anal sex um, or toys or what have you, send them and we will talk about them on the podcast. You can also reach out to us on our social media. We are mindful sex ed pod on twitter and mindful sex ed podcast on instagram if you like what you hear please rate review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening reviews on apple podcasts and spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there and and it's free yes it is so please send this episode or any of our episodes to someone you think would be interested in our show Lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle.Life network and visit Tickle.Life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you next week with more anal stuff. More (laughs) anal balloon stuff. (laughs) 